Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, scenic, crime-free Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's done three shows this week. Look at us. Mm-hmm. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making us sound good wearing a shirt that she did not pay for she is the duchess of the dorks she's back to back i think it's actually back to back to back now what was that 2022 yeah um, let's see 2021 2021 yeah it's 2021 yeah Yeah. back to back to back yeah yeah should be three times for LTX, let's roll. Hi, friends. Sting them. Today is Friday. Yeah, Friday. Uh, July 21st, 2023, 125 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday on this July 21st to, um, geez, I don't know. Do you have any friends who are turning something today? I don't think so. One of my friends, uh, one of my really good friends from college uh, just had his first daughter. Oh. So happy birthday to baby Jay. We're very excited. I'll, honestly, I think that baby oh. Jay was born yesterday, but, you know. And happy birthday to current Maverick great. Is that right? No. Actually, great uh, Texas A&M great. Um, DeAndre Jordan. Oh. DeAndre Jordan. How about that? Uh, it's episode 1,619. Is that right? The helmets. In the yes. Way. All right. On today's show, folks, we're going to hear from Canyon West Plains head coach Adam Cummings coming off of a breakout mm-hmm. inaugural varsity season. We'll hear from him in the back half of the show. It's Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all the things. Get them in on the on the Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch comments. We'll get to as many as we can going up until 1230 when I have a hard out because... I don't need to tell you that. But I do. I don't even know. So we'll just all not know together. Mm, who's to say? Do we have first word through the door? Uh, we sure do. It was Zill0678, Daniel Agnew, Tony Blaylock, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Uh, I have exciting news. You do. Uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, my wife and I are going to the, uh, the Rangers and Dodgers game tonight. Yes. You know who else is going to be there? Who? Noted Dodgers fan, Craig Way. Oh... 
one of my favorite humans. I know. Yeah. I should have guessed that. Might have to. Might have to see if I can run into him. Meet up with the goat. We just saw him last. Did you? You saw him at coaching school, right? Yeah, saw him briefly. He invited me out. I feel very bad. Craig invited me out to go to House of Pies, but we, oh, were, we were a little too busy. Yeah. He, then he sent me photos of House of Pies, which was rude. But yeah. honestly, no, fair. well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. He does love him some House of Pies. I also appreciate House of Pies. I do too. He also has a whole joke series about House of Pies. It's really good. You shouldn't ask him for it. Anyway, Pickle, while we were down there, after we got done talking with Craig Way at the THSE Coaching School and Convention in Houston, uh, Matt Stubb caught up with the head coach of the Canyon West Plains Wolves, Coach Adam Cummings, coming off of a terrific inaugural varsity season and now huge expectations heading into 2023. Here's Matt Stubb's conversation with Canyon West Plains head coach Adam Cummings here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football back here at the 2023 Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention uh, here in beautiful Houston, Texas on the final day of the convention here with the head coach of the Canyon West Plains Wolves, Coach Adam Cummings. Uh, coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us on this busy uh, Tuesday morning. <laughs> Matt, I appreciate y'all having me. It's, uh, first, it's been a really good convention. First off, you're, you're the best best dressed guy I've seen all day. You're, you're looking sharp. You've got the school colors on. You're, you're ready to go. And uh, as the convention winds down, I, I feel like, you know, I uh, haven't got the numbers yet. I don't know how many how many coaches officially are here but it, it's been a successful event and overall i know you've been here heavily involved with thsca as well um read the general meeting is today um you feel like coaching school has been a big success it really has been you know we've got over sixteen thousand coaches here Sixteen thousand. Uh, yeah, that's so, a record is that yeah, a new record for, for houston it is okay and, okay and so you know that, that's that's special in itself to, to know that there's that many coaches committed to our profession to travel all the way down to houston and be a part of this and and you know for you how, did, did you fly or drive <laughs> well, half my staff flew, and then half okay. my staff drove. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's not close. I mean, Can, Can, Canyon America is, is way up there in the in the beautiful Texas Panhandle. But it's I've seen a lot of coaches in the Panhandle here. I've seen guys from a lot of the schools up there, so it's been awesome to yeah, see. We had good turnout uh, in our regional yeah, meeting yesterday. Very good, very good. And uh, uh, you know, overall, the, the growth of, of the of the convention and the association really shows that the commitment. You know, I, I know that this convention in the past was known. Oh, this is just a football convention. You know, right. this a bunch of football coaches are here. It's really great. There's a volleyball demonstrations going on. I've seen girls basketball going on, track and field. There's been some golf lectures. It, it, the the association's done an amazing job of, re of reaching out to all sports, haven't they? They really have. You know, Joe and Glenn, their vision was was if we were going to be the, the Texas High School Coaches Association, then we needed to represent that. And they've done a tremendous job of just really opening it up to, to all the other sports and, and genders, uh, just, just trying to get, you know, every coach involved in this association. And making those coaches feel welcome. I mean, yeah. you, if you're, you know, a girls basketball coach and you've never been in the convention, you might think this is a bunch of football coaches walking around. There's <laughs> nothing here for me. And I think they've they've done a great job of making all those other sports feel welcome and feel important. Because sure. they are, they're just, I mean, we cover football at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, but we, I mean, as, as just a sports fan, I think every sport is, is, is important. I've never met a football coach who wants, who, who, who doesn't want to win in every sport at the school. Absolutely. No, that's, that's one thing, Joe and Glenn, they're, they're vision and their leadership have done such a tremendous job with all right coach looking ahead to 20 you know let's look back to 2022 first of all first year program you guys went through some growing pains early in the year trying trying to get things going you're playing a lot of young guys who've never played a, a varsity down and, and you're trying to establish a culture and a new program and you took some lumps early but you guys got better each and every week and by the end of the year you guys were really one of the surprise stories in the state of texas making the second round of the playoffs how challenging was how how big of a challenge was that to get the, to get the program off the ground and then looking back when you when you took a step back after the season ended how rewarding was that journey in 2022 
you know, when you're in the middle of it and in the thick of it, you really don't realize some of the battles you're fighting. Uh, and I say battles. They weren't battles. They were just challenges, mm -hmm. adversities. Uh, main, and the main thing was just not knowing our kids and our kids not knowing us as coaches. And then, honestly, our coaches not knowing each other. And so there was a there was a maturation process throughout the first several weeks of the season where we had to figure that out. And, and, and as we progressed, we started, you know, getting the hang of it, started learning each other. And, and I, I think you started seeing that progress, you know, about mid-season. Now, looking ahead to 2023, you bring a lot of guys back, a lot of guys with experience who played really well. And now you go from being, you know, are these guys even going to win a game in 2022? Now you've got a target on your back. You guys are, are a team that's picked to make a lot of noise this year and, and have a good year. How do you guys balance making sure that everyone's excited and ready to go, but also saying, hey, we're going to be getting everybody's best shot now. We've got that target on our back, and we've got to, we've got to play at a different level. Well, I think it kind of goes back to last year. You know, we kind of had the expectation to, to be successful last year, and I think we just carried that over. You know, our expectation hadn't changed. Our goals haven't changed and what we're trying to do preseason, district, and then going into the playoffs. So for us, that's not going to change. 1% better every day. We're going to continue to put our best foot forward, increase that standard of, our, of ourselves individually, uh, but collectively as a team. And uh, I think if we'll just take that day-to-day -day approach and, and, you know, every practice, every rep, and then carry that over into every game and not, not look ahead, not get worried about gold balls and all that stuff down the road, worry about the, the, the now and present, uh, I think we'll be fine. And how, how big is your administration? And you, you can't be successful without a supportive administration on campus and, and athletic administration at Canyon ISD. Talk about those guys a little bit, just how important they are to y'all's success. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, starting with Les Plains and Eric Gomez and, and his staff there at the high school, uh, just unbelievable support and, and how they value what we bring to the table in terms of athletics and, and the school morale and school spirit. Uh, but then you move over into the central administrative office and, you know, Toby Tucker and what he's done in, in orchestrating our athletic department and all the pieces that he's brought in and his staff just is really unbelievable uh, how well he does his job and then you know it starts at the top our, our superintendent dr daryl flush he's unbelievable uh, you know he's he's one of these guys that he hires good people and he hires them to do a job and 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 then he sits back and and and, my, and he doesn't micromanage mm -hmm. he just lets it lets it run itself and, and just does a really good job of being supportive and so we've we've just got, got the best of both worlds all right final question before we let you out of here coach uh, if you guys are going to have the kind of season that you're going to have in 2023 what do you what are the canyon west plains wolves going to hang their hat on in 2023 well i mean we, we we talk all the time about we want to play fast we want to be physical uh you know, those are those are obviously key things for any football team. Uh, but but Scott, I kind of mentioned it earlier. You know, we really focus on us. You know, we focus on getting one percent better, put the best version of ourselves out each day. And if we do that, then you know, we're getting a little bit better every day. So even if like if it, you know, God forbid, it turns out like last year and we struggle early on, at least we know we're getting better and we're we're, we're achieving. Uh, baby steps towards the ultimate goal. There you go. Well, Coach, I uh, appreciate your time. Uh, we'll let you get back to the rest of the convention. I know the general meeting is coming up, so uh, I know you'll be there ready to go. So I uh, uh, appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas, and uh, good luck in 2023. Matt, I appreciate what y'all do. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Coach. There he is, Adam Cummings, the head coach of the the I almost said Plano West. Because <laughs> Plains Plain. West. Yeah. Canyon West Plains there Wolves. There we go. Because Plano West is the Wolves, too. Exactly. Oh wow! Oh, I—that's I a weird parallel. I'm, interested, I'm, I'm always interested in how my brain gets recircuited, uh -huh. and that's how it got recircuited. Anyway, uh, appreciate his time. Uh, excited to see what the wolves do in year two. Now they're you know 
actually a full, fully fledged, fleshed out actual football program and weren't just this new kid on the block who decided to beat everybody. Uh, excited to see what they do uh, here in 2023. Appreciate his time. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Makes a great, great gift as well. Uh, if you're looking for the magazine on store shelves, go to TexasFootball.com slash retailers. We have a map where you can see where all the stores are. So you can see the stores nearest to you. Go to textfootball.com slash retailers, R-E-T-A-I-L-E-R-S. Yeah, I did it. Nice. I think. Don't fact check. Words. Now a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. The Gambling Gauchos are a Texas Tech podcast serving you money lines, memes, and Matador content on Twitter, YouTube, and stakingtheplains.com. Well, let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas, I'm going to shoot them right in the eye. If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. All right, Ashley. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 mm. Ridgeline. Mm. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Please do. Go there. Go to ntxhondadealers.com and go buy a Honda. We that's that's love an order. You, Honda. That's an order. Yeah. You Go buy a Honda. And then you can listen to the podcast version of the show in your new Honda. That's exactly right, because I bet they have, like, Bluetooth capabilities. Mm-hmm. That was... I yeah, you can the... say, like, I, I guarantee you some of the new Hondas are like, hey, Honda, play Texas football today. And they would be like, are you sure that you want to listen to that? Yeah. I, I Honda's smart enough to yeah. go, are, are you positive Honda's that you want to turn that on? Honda got that good, good AI. Yeah, you know it's I mean? like, mm, you, like have, uh, you have thousands of hours is, of musical like genius, and you want to listen to those two? <laughs> this is a punishingly terrible podcast. Are you sure? 
It's like, yeah. Anyway, if you got questions about high school football, college ball, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, etc., get them in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll get to as many as we can here in the next 14 minutes or so. So get those comments in right now. Uh, a reminder to go to, to our YouTube page to see all of our uh, interviews from coaching school. Uh, we had a great time. And uh, and listen to the new episode of Tep and Step, uh, which uh, runs through all of the nonsense that we uh, that we had. I did have somebody whose name was mentioned mm-hmm. on the uh, on the Tep and Step podcast reach out to me and wonder if their name could be taken out of the Tep and Step podcast. And I told this person because I went back and I listened to it to make sure because we're usually pretty careful about yeah. that stuff to make sure that we didn't like slander this person or or put them in a bad light. Yeah. And what I realized was that this person's biggest crime was hanging around Matt Stepp, Mike Roach, and I. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like, now I can see why you would want your name removed from that. Yes. From the public record. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like to deny at any possible yeah. time that I have talked. Not Roach. I like Roach. But you and Step, I try to deny. Even 3BR? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's my favorite Roach. 3-button Roach? Yes. He was in his bag, man. That's peak Roach. I believe we dis- I believe we we described the button system for Mike Roach like the terror alert system. <laughs> yes, that's fair. That's pretty good. Like, be really cautious is. about it. All right, you probably be vigilant. need to start thinking about your escape route. Be vigilant, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Then be it's vigilant. like, okay, hunker down. <laughs> yeah. Be vigilant, everybody. All right, Ashley, do we have any questions from the people? Yeah, first one. Um, should they add a seventh week to the playoffs? No. Oh, boy. Absolutely not. So For a we, couple different reasons. So I want you to think about this. I can do a logical reason and a personal reason. So, so I want you to think about this. The seventh week, like... Okay, well, now I'm thinking about it. And the answer is still no. Yeah. Okay, I want to be clear. The answer is still no. I have my reasoning. However... I will just say that there is there is one potential read of that question that I think could spark an interesting conversation. Here's the thing. Right now, you have, uh, uh, I believe there's uh, 128 teams in each bracket. Yes. No, 64 teams. 64 teams in each bracket, with the exception of six men, which has 32 yes. teams. Right? So that requires six rounds to, to win a state championship. Right? That's just math. You've got, and, and, and also, you've already got, Coat players playing what used to be an NFL schedule of 16 games. Mm-hmm. 16 games is a ton of games, guys. Especially when we're talking about um, a we're talking about you know young men, young men, and, and, and that's that's 16 games is insane. Furthermore, the schedule doesn't work out in the sense that if you were to add another round of the playoffs, you would be you you're going to run into Christmas. Yeah, it's a, you'll be literally be playing on Christmas. You're going to run into Christmas, and, and if you don't already... run into Christmas, you're dealing with New Year's. And I mean, we ran into this in the pandemic in 2020 yeah. with like, we were really worried about like, okay, like, how are you guys going to schedule this around? Like, are there teams that are not going to be like, they're like, that players are going to be going on vacation? Or yeah. Whatever, and these are 15 to 18 year old kids that you're asking to give up a good chunk of their summer. Yes. You're asking to go out in the heat in August and absolutely tear up their bodies while they're still growing, continue to play and go to school. Like that's the other side is they're not just going to play. They're right. going to school and having to take care of all of that on top of the fact here's the here's the other big thing that let me put on my uh small school hat here you already if your team is very successful in like the foray and below levels are playing far into basketball season 
you would absolutely ruin high school basketball if it you're going to him. continue to add more to the football season. Basketball coaches have already kind of bit down and understood like, okay, I may not have my best players for the first couple of weeks, weeks of the season. Right, but if you go all the way if through December, a, January is when district starts. You go January through March. I mean, the, the state championships for basketball are the second weekend of March. <laughs> now, allow me to play a little devil's advocate. Okay. You may remember that in the at the end of the 2A Division One state championship game in which Holly took down Refurio, that Refurio coach Jason Herring went to the press conference and uh, I think, and, and I, I know Jason Herring, I appreciate Jason Herring, I like Jason Herring, I think we have a really good relationship, I don't think this is an overstatement to say, unleashed a tirade mm-hmm. about having to play on Thursday morning yeah, and having to travel up from Refurio to Arlington to play on Thursday morning. Yeah. This issue does not come into play with the six-man teams. Because mm-hmm. the six-man teams only have five rounds of the playoffs. They get that kind of By super week, week yep. right? Where then, even though they play on Wednesday, and two teams play Wednesday at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. they're fresh. They've been, it's been 10 days since they've last played, yes. right? At minimum, 10 days. Right. If you were to build in an extra week, mm-hmm. what I would build in would be a Super Bowl week. Yep. What I would build in would be a week off, so that you can heal up, so you can get ready, and mm-hmm. so that everybody can travel and make plans. Right. So that there is not that concern of travel, mm-hmm. of playing those games, and but build then, it, build in time. Now, you run into those same scheduling issues. Yeah, because then six-man football would have two weeks off and would be playing on Christmas. That just makes no sense. Or, right. or do you break six-man ball into playing a week earlier or at a different location? And then that kind of goes against what the UIL the is about thing. of – it should be fairness for all classifications. Then it goes against the central site thing. Yeah. And and so there's ways around it. I I would be open to exploring that of like building a, a gap week mm-hmm. um, to allow for these teams to to put together travel and put together all those things. But as far as adding another round and adding another mm-hmm. game, that's, in my opinion, a non-starter. Yeah, and I like phrase. personally – I would like my Christmas, but I think that you can also say that about the coaches, about the kids, about the parents of the student athletes and the cheerleaders and the bands and all of that. I think it's good for everybody to have a little bit of a break after all of that. (laughs) Entirely agree. So we all like football, but I think we've got enough football. Yeah. What's next, Pickle? Um, Up next, let's go with, oh, where did it go? Are you in favor of 7A or... Division three in six A and five A. I don't know. <laughs> is my answer. I don't know if I'm in favor of either. Yeah. I think we're looking for. I think any solution we come up with is going to create its own problems. I think again to reiterate. The big issue that people have is you've got teams with 5,000 kids playing teams with 2,000 kids. And that is a, a huge swath and, in my opinion, is an issue. Right. I'm not sure a third division is going to solve that. No. And 7A, we like – this is a take. All right. I think people like the idea of adding a 7A. Yeah. 
And I think that they think, oh, hey, look, like, uh, I don't know, Florida's got like 8A or something like that. And and it's like, whoa, like, it's bigger. Like, look at this. It's like a super league, right? If you take a step back and you think about the ramifications and how that would actually happen, it's not feasible. It's a pipe dream. I don't think it's coming because... If you look at where the teams that we're talking about are, okay, take the top, take the 50 biggest schools in the UIL, right? DFW, Houston, Houston. maybe maybe a couple in San Antonio, maybe a couple in Austin, and then a couple in West Texas. Yeah, mainly West Texas. Like Permian is a huge huge school. Midland Legacy is a huge school, right? Those like, Permian's 4,500 kids. Odessa is 4,400 kids. Midland Legacy is 3,300 kids. Yeah, West Texas is probably the you place be, that it's the most evenly competitive you because would be they talking have about, so like, many what if you, big ones. What if you just say anyone over 3,000 has to be in their own division? Yeah. Like, it sounds That's good, good. Right? right? It sounds good. El Paso Franklin would be the only El Paso team out there. Yeah, and what are they supposed what to do? What are you going to do with them? Four hours every single week? Are you going to put them in a district with Odessa? Do you know how far that is? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing that I think that just is, is the fundamental issue. Say that you create a 7A. How does that solve the problem? It does. The problem is the fact that there are these these small pocket of schools that are so substantially larger than everyone else they're playing. If you move them up to 7A, those it's just going to be those same schools that are yeah. being affected by it. it. That doesn't actually, that doesn't solve the gap. The only way to solve that gap is to take those schools that have that population and split them into two schools. Right. That's the only way to fix it. It doesn't matter how many more classifications you add. It doesn't matter how many classifications that you divide. Those finite number of 50 teams at the top that are playing the 2,000 schools compared to the 7,000 schools, they're still going to be playing because they're yeah. still the biggest schools. It doesn't solve the issue. Now, the division would be interesting because, and I'm old enough to remember this. Mm-hmm. I am. There was a time when in, I believe it was 4A, only three teams made the playoffs. One team would go to Division One. And two teams would go to Division Two, mm-hmm. and it would be a like a split. And so, what you could do is you could say Division One is the largest school, mm-hmm. Division Two is the second largest school, and then Division Three would be the two smallest schools. Now, you would be running into issues of timing. Mm-hmm. You would maybe have to give those teams the extra the bye week, the Super Bowl week, right, mm-hmm. in order to, to to line it all up. You would also be adding, if you did in six A and five A, two more games. Oh, six A to the state championships. We're already doing four triple header guys. Yeah, triple headers guys. We're running out of time to be able to running play out of those time, games. We're running out of space. And two, I mean, you're if you start adding that many more of that many more teams, like it's just so ironic because all we ever hear is there are too many teams that make the playoff. There are too many teams, and it's like. So we're going to add more on top of the fact that that becomes a scheduling issue for bigger teams having to go play playoff games in smaller stadiums because there's just not the amount of bigger stadiums available. The the math fundamentally does not work out. Math ain't mathin'. And I'll I'll tell you that the thing is that, like, there is maybe a solution that would require having fewer playoff teams. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're going to split divisions, then yeah, not as many people. It's, like to, to, it's probably going to be top three. Yeah. You're going to go one in each division. Yep. Um, 
but that's I'm telling you that's not going to be the fix that you think it is. No. And also, coaches are not going to go for that. Coaches are not going to go for four teams, well, fewer than four. Teams. Once you get once once that 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 bag was open, like there's no putting that toothpaste back in that tube. So, and I think it's great because the four teams is what we've always said this, and maybe this is a personal belief by me, but the four teams is what makes the Texas high school football playoffs so fun because you never know when the Cinderella team is going to be able to go. I, I mean, harmony, you know, yeah. like you Fourth never know, industry, right? Yeah, I agree. So again, I've thought about this for a long time. I think we like the idea of seven a because of like the name like uh-huh. it sounds fun yeah it, it sounds, sounds bigger and better in bigger texas and wow yeah but like i think the moment you start digging into the details you realize that it's essentially not feasible at least not right now no. the state the state would have to change demographically for that to, for that to happen. and i feel like we're in such a flux of so many more schools being built yeah. every single year we need to let that die down a little bit i agree not right. that it will. <laughs> no, it's not. I tell you, that's going one way. <laughs> All right, two more real quick. Two more. Okay. Um, who are some of the most underrated high school coaches, or you might take a look at it as do the most with the least coaches? Who's the most underrated Texas high school football coach that you're... I... <laughs> Allow me to be a homer. Matt Green deserves some... Go. You know that's true. Here we go. Matt Green deserves unbelievable credit Look, for what he's no, done no, 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 because he plays in the Ashley Pickle Memorial Indoor Facility. The facilities there are unbelievable. Oh, right. yeah. like, uh-huh. the, like the money that's flowing in there that you, oh, you continue yeah. to make these big donations mm-hmm. back to your school. Yeah, the super I, I, rich you, maybe population at one time of Lano some, County. Maybe it was some poor school once upon a time. Yeah, when I was that, there. <laughs> now that DCTF money's flowing in, uh-huh. uh, people, don't, people don't appreciate that. Um, I'm going to pass. I hate to be a jerk. I'm going to pass on that because I feel like I want to do some due diligence on that question. But how about we table that for a segment next week? Okay. I like that. How about that? I'm going to table that. I will answer it, but I'm going to answer it next week because I want to do some due diligence and I don't want to just spout out. Spout some out. Yeah. So that's right. I like it. But officially Matt Green apparently. Yes. Correct. I'm kidding. Coach Green. You're great. All right. Last one. What is the easiest item on your bucket list that you haven't done? I guess just something that you've always wanted to do yeah, that you've never oil. done. Change your oil. I'm kidding. <laughs> your car. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Tire rotations. I've been, been meaning to do that for a couple <laughs> years now. I haven't changed my oil. Um, uh, the easiest one that I... I mean, there's things that like I can afford to do that I just haven't. Like, for example, I've never been to a game at Yankee Stadium. I want to go to a game, game at, Yankee at Yankee Stadium. Stadium. I could do that. I've never attended... Uh, okay. How about this? This is true. I've never been to a game at Kyle Field. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never been to a game at Kyle Field. That is eminently available to me. Yes. I could go whenever I want. Yeah, you could You could not have to pay for a ticket. Right. I could go for free. free. Yeah. Basically. I mean, I'd be working, but like, you know right. what I mean? I could go for free, but I've never done that. Yeah. So that's probably as far as like feasible, feasibility, yeah. that's the most feasible, the easiest one. I just haven't done. Yeah, I mean, for me, if we're gonna go like Texas bucket list that we haven't done, I haven't watched UTEP play in the Sun Bowl. Like I've been yeah. to the Sun Bowl, but right. I've never seen a game there. But if we were gonna go like sports bucket list that like is really up there for me, I've never been to a game at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I want to go to the Coliseum and I want to go to the Rose that's just, Bowl, and that's just like a money and commitment thing. Yeah, right? it's like I just need to take the time to do it. That's now, just a money and commitment thing. I'm just saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to set aside the money. My uh, when Illinois was really cooking with, with Crisco uh-huh. last year, you may remember that a really Illini. good football year. Go Illini! Um, they, my dad went to Illinois. I think people may know this, um, and he. Um, 
And so it was, they were trending at one point toward like looking like maybe the Rose Bowl was a possibility. It was never going to happen. They were going to need to like beat Ohio State. But like, you know what I mean? Right. But I, te- I remember texting my brother and saying, hey, what are we doing if Illinois is playing in the Rose Bowl? Right. Like, that's a real not. Like, it's it's not outside the realm of possibilities. Possibilities, yeah. Because, like, I always think, like, I've been to the Masters, but, like, to go to an actual tournament day would be, I mean, number one on my bucket list. But That's not, I can't just buy the tickets. Just buy that. No. And so That's it's like, it. yeah, I think going to the Rose Bowl and getting to see a night game at the Rose Bowl, go to the Rose it's Parade and all things. that's probably my yeah, biggest sports I guess, bucket list. I guess it's one of those things that, like, and, and this is something I, I try to live my life by, is um, if... If it can be solved by money, then it's not a problem. Problem. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you like, uh, like my wife was in a small fender bender like mm-hmm. last week. Everyone's fine. Don't worry about it. But like, I remember telling her, I was like, "Hey, like, like everyone's okay. If it can be solved by money, it's not that big of a deal. It's gonna yeah. be like we're gonna go through insurance, whatever, yeah. like that." But it's not and it big sucks. Deal. It's one of those things it's, you don't want to yeah. pay for, but right. No one's hurt, and, and so, you can fix yeah. a car. <laughs> and same thing with bucket lists, right? If if it's available, like now there's a certain amount of money that's like I couldn't have gone to the World Cup final in Qatar last year no. last time which I'd love to do but like I couldn't have done it done because it. that is I a, gotta feed my children right exactly like, so a reasonable amount of money right. that's yeah. why the, that's why the that's why going to a game at Kyle Field is just like why haven't you done, done that, that dummy yeah it's just like time and energy and stuff so anyway all right that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks again to adam cummings of canyon west plains for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you monday on texas football today Woo! pickle ah no not the intro